on. And here we go. So the Gemara had been discussing uh, the question of what do you do when you have, um, we know that according to Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon considers all the various kind of in-between um, Rishuyos, uh, domains like Chatzar and the like, like uh, courtyards, to be one Rishos. You can carry from one to the next. The question is, what's, is there any difference if one of the Chatzeris makes an Eruv? So we encountered the opinion of Rav. The opinion of Rav was, um, the opinion of Rav was that, um, the opinion of Rav was that even if, that if, if, excuse me, one of the Chatseris makes an Eruv, they cannot carry freely to the other Chatseris. Why is that? Because we're concerned, we're concerned that they're going to bring, since they have an own, their own internal Eruv, they're allowed to bring things out of their house and into their Chatser. So we're afraid what they're going to end up doing is bring something from their house into the neighbor's Chatser, into the next Chatser over. That's certainly not permitted. Everyone, even Rav Shemin agrees that that's not permitted. So therefore, um, if once you make an Eruv, all bets are off. Right, an internal error. However, Shmuel and Rabbi Eichanan disagreed. And they said, no. They said, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference whether or not you uh, you make an error. So says the Gemara, Amalei Ravina Ravashi. Ravina is the very last line of that Tzadi Alphim base. Ravina says to Ravashi, Miyam Rabbi Eichanan Hachi, can it be that Rabbi Eichanan actually said this? No, Amalei Rabbi Eichanan, did Rabbi Eichanan write that Rabbi Eichanan really say that even if you make an error uh, you're allowed to carry freely um, to the next chatzar, even though there's a slight risk that you're going to take something out of your house um, and bring it to chatzar next door, which is technically not permitted. We know that Rabbi Yechanan holds that the halacha is like a stam mishnah, the halacha is in accordance with any given mishnah. Now remember, Rabbi Yechanan paskin, he said, I paskin like Rabbi Yechanan, excuse me, like Rabbi Shimon, I paskin like Rabbi Shimon, and uh, the Gemara is currently claiming that that means he passes like Rabbi Shimon, even if one of the chatzeros, one of the courtyards involved, made an Eruv. Says the Gemara, hold on. We know that Rabbi Yechanan also holds that the halacha is in accordance with every Stam Mishnah, every unattributed Mishnah. But tnan, and we learned in our Mishnah, Koiso, Shebein, Shtei if you have a wall between two courtyards, Gavoya Asara, Varechabar, but ten Tvachim, at least ten Tvachim high, and at least four Tvachim wide, Me'arvin, Shnaim, Ve'ein Me'arvin Echa, that's a solid divider. You can make two distinct Erevin, but you can't make one Erev, right? The two Chatzeros, the two courtyards can't be connected. Now, if there's stuff, if there's fruit, something good up on top of the wall, those who, um, uh, the, 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 the folks on either side have the right to go up on top of the wall and eat the fruit. They're not allowed to carry things down to the bottom. So the implication is, since we're talking about a case, right, where the Chatzar, at, right, we said they, they made an Eruv, right? They make their, the Eruv Shtayim, right? They made two Eruvs, right? They, they made their own distinct Eruv. And we clearly see that you're not allowed to carry, right? Because of the Eruv, you're not allowed to carry from one Chatzar to the next. So it says the Gemara like this. It says the Gemara, the answer is simple. My Limata, Limata Labatim. It means you're not allowed to bring the fruit into the house, but you're allowed to bring it down into the courtyard. 
says the Gemara, Ravchia has a brisa where he comments on this Mishnah, right? Where he brings a brisa, I should say, which comments on this Mishnah. It's not him talking. And the brisa says, as long as nobody is standing in his place and eating, right? Which means not even in the house, wherever you bring the fruit down, right? You can't take the fruit down into your chatzar, into your courtyard and eat. That proves that you're not allowed to transfer from one courtyard to the next. Why? It must be because there's an Eruv. Because there's an Eruv. In other words, it's in accordance to the opinion of Rib Shimon, but Rib Shimon only gives his permission to carry from courtyard to courtyard when there is no Eruv, right? right? It's, it's a paradox. You, Generally speaking, we hear Eruv, we think, oh, that's good. That means you can carry. Argomar is operating under the assumption, or the potential assumption, the opinion of Rav, that if there's an Eruv, you can't carry from courtyard to courtyard, because we're in the world of Rav Shimon, who generally lets you carry from courtyard to courtyard. If there's an Eruv, because of the concern, you'll bring something out of your house, that's where it's forbidden, that's where you're not allowed to do it. Okay. So it says the Gemara like this. Ah, so we just saw this Brisa of Rav which seems to, right, which... In other words, it's just the Brisa. It's not Ravchi and Ravoshi are the compilers of the Brisas, um, which seems to militate against the Gemara's attempt to say that you're just not allowed to bring the fruit into your house, but you can bring it into your courtyard. Says the Gemara, on my lay, he answers them, he rebuts him, Ravchi doesn't have a right to say things that don't have a source in the Mishnah. Very, very strong words, right? He says, look, I'm looking at the Mishnah. The Mishnah doesn't say anything about this. The fact that Rebbe brings such a brisa, not my problem. It's not my problem, right? Maybe, he's, maybe that, that's Rebbe's opinion, but it's not. It's not in the Mishnah. The Mishnah overrides. Amazing. Okay. Itmar. It was said. Let's say you have two courtyards and one churva. I think I may have a picture for this. Yeah, you have two courtyards and one churva. One. Um, one ruin in between them. One courtyard makes an internal Eruv and one does not. Who gets to dominate the Churva space, the space of the ruin? That goes to the Chatzar, to the courtyard that made an Eruv. I'm sorry, they made no ear. They did not make an Eruv. Avalisha Irva, the one that made an Eruv loy, it's not allowed for them to use the Chorva. Why? Dilma Asi Lafuke money debatin the We can't permit it because I remember we hold like a that I can generally speaking transfer freely from Chatzar to Chorva to porch to roof. Right? Anything that's not basically from the street, there's just around the inside is kosher. However, if you make an Eruv, we're concerned. You may come to bring something from your house out into the Chorva, right? It's very similar to that lot we've been talking about up until now. But now we're, we're referring to a space that has no owner, right? And up until now, we were saying, or whatever, that may have an owner, but it's not inhabited. Um, up until now, we were talking about your inhabited Chatzar and my inhabited Chatzar. And if I make an Arab, I cannot carry from my inhabited Chatzar to your inhabited. But now we're saying, if I make an Arab, I also can carry into this Chorva, this ruin, this uninhabited ruin that we're competing or that we share uh, access to. Well, you who didn't make an Erev in your Chatzar are fine to, um, to use the Chorva. The Chiyabar Rav, Amar Chiyabar Rav disagrees. He says, Avlish Irva, access is, now listen carefully to what's going on here. Access is granted also 
to the Chatzar, which has an Eruv, and therefore, therefore, they're both forbidden, right? Neither is permitted to use the space. Neither is permitted to use the space because, um, because of the clashing, um, uh, what do you call it? Because of the clashing Rishuyas. Neither is permitted to, uh, to use the space. Right now, here's a very interesting. Right, this is the, now this is Chia by Rav. So Chia is the son of Rav. So he's explaining um, his father's opinion. He's explaining his father's opinion. Yeah. So the story goes like this. One second. Yeah. So now he's going to explain himself. Says Chia by Rav. Says they're both forbidden. Right? Because what's the problem? We know, right? Excuse me. Chia by Rav is quoting his father as saying the words also the one that, that made an Eruv. Now he explains that also the one that made an Eruv means Ushtay and Asurais. In other words, they're both forbidden. I am forbidding both of them. Now, maybe you should say, no, Aflash Erva means the one that didn't make an Erev is permitted to use the Chorva. And not only that, the one that did make an Erev is permitted to use the Chorva. Says, says he, it can't be. Because if that were true, by that logic, we should we should we should negate the whole original shita of Rab, the whole original opinion of Rab, which is that if you have one chatzer which did not make an erev and one chatzer which did make an erev, the chatzer that did make an erev is not allowed to carry into the chatzer that did not make an erev because they may come to carry something out of their own house into the next door chatzer, which is prohibited. Says the Gemara, there's a difference. Hasam kevin dementiary money the You're likely to carry pots and pans and who knows what from your house to your yard because your yard is part of your property it's normal to take your stuff out into your yard it's not normal to take stuff from your house to a chorva to a ruin because ruins are not a safe place you don't leave stuff in a ruin you don't take your laptop and leave it in a ruin somewhere that's not happening right you don't take your books your pens your anything and leave them in a ruin it's not safe so so too on shabbos you're very very unlikely to carry anything out into the ruin from your house because the things from your house are, are uh, you know, valuable and you're afraid you're going to lose them. So that's why there may be a halachic distinction. However, right? And when it comes to a churva, um, you don't have that problem. So Shmuel, so Chiyabarav uh, is not necessarily correct in his attempted proof. Ikeda Amri, and in fact, there's another version of the Gemara that goes like this. Chiyabarav, Amar says Chiyabarav, Af Lisha'irva Mutarais, both the Chatzar that has no Eruv and the Chatzar that made an Eruv, they both have a right to use the Chorva. Why is that? You might counter and say, no, they should, what, 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 what my father meant was, they should both be prohibited. Similarly to how, like we said back on yesterday's daf, that the chatzar that did make an Eruv should not have access to the chatzar that didn't make an Eruv, because it may carry out, they may carry out their house, Kalim. Says the Gemara, simple distinction, the same one we said a moment ago. Hasam came in the mintery money, the batim chatzar, like Sharabuhura Banan, the Asula Fuke, since the uh, the, it's it's safe to bring the stuff from your house into your own yard. That's why it's done, right? That's why the Rabbanon didn't permit the. That's why the Rabbanon are concerned about this risk. 
Because uh, you may come to carry carry something outside. You're not likely to carry your stuff into a churva because it's going to get ruined or stolen or lost. So therefore, it's not a concern. And that's why both chatzeres are allowed to use the space, even though one of them made an erov. Okay, that's that. New Mishnah. Um, this picture is coming up soon. So this came up earlier. When you have a large roof, which abuts a smaller roof, right? In other words, a large building, which abuts a smaller building, unless it's very unusually shaped, right? So, so if you recall, draw a picture. Um, if you recall, right? So you have one big building here and a smaller building here. Right. So we use the principle of good. If you can see my screen, so if you, you, you my my camera, um, we can use. The, there's the larger building. There's the smaller building. So we can use the principle of good asik mechitza all around the walls of the large building. And even though there is a gap here, right? Here's our gap. We have two arrows pointing at the gap. But that's okay because you have gifufe. You have these um, these little outcroppings, which I just put curly brackets on. Um, of wall, which extend beyond the smaller building. So those serve as my fourth wall. However, the smaller building has nothing but gap, right? It has nothing but space, the space between these two arrows. And therefore it's missing a wall, right? It's missing a wall because the only way we have an A-roof, the only way we, let's call it having an A-roof, it's not really correct way of speaking, but the only way we have a fenced in mechitza, a fenced in area, um, on top of the building is by using the principle of good asik mechitza. But if you use the principle of good asik mechitza, you're missing a wall. Regardless of whether you use it or not, you're still missing a wall. So that won't work. Similarly, and that's our picture right in front of us on the screen. A large courtyard, which is which whose wall broke, right? And now it's open, as you can see, the yellow dotted line, it's open to a larger Chater, uh, or vice versa, I'm sorry. The Gedayla, the larger Chater, can carry freely right into the smaller Chater. They're allowed to carry in that smaller space, right? But the smaller Chater is not allowed to carry in the larger one. Why? Why is Why? It becomes like the Pischashel Gedayla, essentially, becomes the part, the entranceway of the larger Chater. So it becomes like Tafel, right? So it doesn't. Uh, um, it loses its whatever market share essentially it had of the of the uh, of the piece of ground. Says the Gemara, tarti. What do I need a roof and a chater for? Says the Gemara, katani gag Right, according to Rav. Now, who's Rav? Rav is the one who holds that um, you're limited. Right, you can't carry freely. Um, you can only carry in a four ama square on the roof. So katani gag domi the chater, ma chater minkra mechitasa, af gagnami minkra mechitasa. Right, Rav required the case to be, but the case by gag, right? The case, um, the case of roofs, right? Um, the case of roofs. That's only when the buildings don't directly abut each other. Right? When the buildings are a little apart, if they have to be at least a bit apart, you have to be able to tell apart the two walls. If you can't tell apart the two walls, no good. 
right? No good. So that's the comparison. The chatzar also, right? When it comes to a chatzar also, you can tell that there's one chatzar, that there are two different chatzars. You can tell that there are two distinct courtyards because you're at ground level, so it's much easier. And it's like, oh, there are those abutting walls. Clearly, these are two different courtyards. Lishmuel, according to Shmuel, Gag Domi the Chatzar, right? Similarly, also according to Shmuel, who holds that there's no such problem, right? So he will say that Gag, that the roof is similar to the Chatzar. How? Ma Chatzar the Kodarsilo Rabbim, Afgag, Nami the Kodarsilo Rabbim, just as the Chatzar, the courtyard, is a place which is freely trodden by people. Af, um, so too, Afgag, Nami the Kodarsilo Rabbim, even if there is a roof, right? Shmuel saying a different thing. Right, Shmuel says Shmuel holds that even if the um, even though the roof is a uh, um, 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 I'm sorry, even though the if, even Shmuel holds Shmuel agrees that if the um, if the space between the two buildings is frequent. We had this more a couple of days ago. If the building, even though Shmuel permits you to, to um, work with buildings that abut each other directly, right, they're right up against each other, it's not nicker, it's not recognizable as a distinct wall, unless you look very closely. But he agrees that if it's a place that people are passing over constantly, right, if everyone uses this roof space and they're constantly crossing over where you want to bring up a halachic wall of good asik, we don't say such a good asik. We had the Gemara a couple of days ago. So the same thing is true about a chatzar, and that's why in our Mishnah, the smaller chatzar is out of luck. That's why the smaller chatzar is not allowed to care, right? Because they have lost their, um, uh, because there's, there's, there's just openness there, right? In other words, there's free passage for the larger chatzar, and therefore they have lost their integrity as a distinct chatzar. So it's a very similar kind of halacha. That's the comparison. That's why our Mishnah brings these two halachas together. Yosef Rabbi Reb Zera, the Rabbi Bar of Hanan, the Yosef Abaye Gabay. So these Amaroim were sitting together. The Yasifu Kaamri, they were saying as follows in front of Abaye Shmami nomi masnisim. We see from our Mishnah, the Yure Gedoila Bikitana, the Ain Yure Gitana Bikitoila. Right? This is kind of an easy thing to envision. A larger Chatzar dominates. When you have this kind of situation, where a larger Chatzar opens into a smaller Chatzar, the larger Chatzar dominates, the larger Chatzar takes over. For example, Ketzat, Gifanim Begedoyla, see there are vines in the larger Chatzar. We have a picture. You have a larger Chatzar full of vines. You can't plant tomatoes. You can't plant some other type of vegetable in the smaller field. Why is that the case, or fruit? Why is that the case? Because of Klayim. We view, right, we view the outer Chatzar as if it's literally inside, right, as if it's literally inside um, the larger chatzer. The smaller chatzer becomes totally subsumed into the larger chatzer. Right? And if you plant, in fact, the, the, you're not allowed to use the plants. It's total climb. However, vice versa, Gifanim, Mutarim, excuse me, if it's tomatoes, it's great, but if it's, if it's, I'm sorry, if it's grapes, right? If it's the same produce that's in the larger chatzah, that's fine. If it's not, it's klai. Now, however, gifanim beketana, if there are vines, if there are grapes in the smaller chatzah, you can plant the larger chatzah freely, right? Because the larger chatzah, right? As long as you uh, make the appropriate amount of distance. Um, actually, I should say, even if you don't make the appropriate amount of distance, because from the perspective of the larger chatzah, there's a wall here. Right, they can view this as there being a straight wall. 
Now, Isha Begdaila, we don't have any pictures of a woman because this is a very from website. But Isha Begdaila, the get Piketana, if a woman is in the smaller um, chatzer and uh, the, the the larger chatzer, I'm sorry, and her get is thrown right into the smaller chatzer. So miskareshes, it's as if she's received the get because again, it's in her chatzer. It's in her space because the smaller chatzer is subsumed to the larger one. Vice versa, right? If she's in the smaller chatzer and her get is thrown into the larger chatzer, that's still somewhere else. She can't go get it. I mean, she can go get it, but it hasn't been given to her. Tzibor Begdoyla, if the minion is in the larger chatzer, and the chazan is in the smaller chatzer, and that's fine, right? Because again, the smaller chatzer is subsumed the larger one. However, vice versa, they're not hearing, they're not being yotze with the shliach tzibor. What if you have nine folks in the larger chatzar and one person in the smaller one? You can count them in for the minion. Vice versa, that doesn't work. If there's human waste in the larger chatzar, you're getting the pattern by now, I think. There's human waste in the larger chatzar. You can't read in the smaller one because you're in the smaller one. You're subsumed in the larger one. So therefore, you can't say kriyashma there. But vice versa, that's fine, right? If the waste is in the smaller chatzar and you're in the larger chatzar, you can say Krishma. Okay. I'm a little biased. There's a bias. Hold on a second. In Cain, Matsino Machitza Le'iser. This would seem to imply that the Machitza, that a Machitza, there's such a thing, I should say, as a Machitza, um, as a wall which functions for iser, it generates iser. Why should umali ein mechitza? Had there not been a wall, Rashi explains. If not for the gifufe, the outcroppings over here. Do I have that here? Oh no, we don't have it. Okay, right. And if not for these little outcroppings right here, this is a good picture to use, I suppose, or maybe this one would be better. If not for these little outcroppings, right? I would just. Be like, okay, there's some grapes growing over here. So imagine if these walls were not here. So I would just plant my tomatoes four amits away. The same way, you know, like what's wrong? It's very strange. It turns out these mechitzas make, magically make the larger chatzar dominate, right? And therefore, I can't even plant my tomatoes within four, four amits away from the grapes. So that would mean there's such a thing as a mechitza le'iser. That a wall, a halachic walling situation can, can, uh, can, Cause iser can cause prohibition. That's a chiddush. We thought that that's not the case. So says the Gemara, right? Now it's forbidden. Is that so far fetched? But none, we learn. If you have a larger chatzar, which become parts, became open to a smaller chatzar. The right, the Mishnah. The larger one is permitted to carry wherever it wants. The small one can't carry anymore. Because it transforms into basically the entryway of the larger chater. But if you were to fill in the gifufin, let's say you would lay down a wall right here where my cursor is. You would lay down a wall which cut off those extra bits on the side and you made the whole chater into a relatively even rectangle. So then the gedayla nami asura, that would, that would, the implication would be that the larger chater would indeed become asura at that point. 
Says the Gemara, Amar Lei Hasam Siluk So that's actually Siluk Mechitzai. So what we're actually describing there is the removal of a Mechitza, the removal of a wall. In other words, we just took the Gifufin out of play by putting down a new wall. That's not building a wall. Right, that's removing a wall that previously the gifufin used to create a particular situation, and now they don't because you put down a new wall. The new wall didn't really do anything; it just took away the gifufin, the 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 effect of the gifufin, these little uh, hangers on that were previously there. So therefore, it's not comparable. Okay, I think we'll stop right here.